Hey everybody, welcome to Storebrand Comics for the week. I'm Tio, and the other guy is Brandon. You'll hear his voice in a bit. Don't worry, quit, quit whining about it. Shut up. He's gonna be here, I promise. But uh, for now, um, I just want to say uh, thank you for listening, and um, I apologize ahead of time, just for everything. Um... <laughs> Uh, this episode's not gonna have any, like, real content to it, for the most part. A lot of jokes, some, uh, discussion stuff that was kind of pulled, um, from other episodes where it wasn't totally relevant. Um, so you're gonna be hearing a lot of stuff that's, like, um, it doesn't have a whole lot of context behind it unless you listen to the episodes it came from. Some of these clips that I have in here are several weeks old at this point, so, uh... But yeah, just figured some of it was just too interesting to not put in an episode. So here it is. I finally got a uh, an Xbox One. The old generation, not whatever the new one's called. I only got it because it was super cheap. And I've been wanting to play the new Gears of War games for a while. So that's really the only reason I bought it. Once I beat those, I don't know what I'll do with it. Hmm. Yeah, um, something that... uh, Something that I didn't uh, realize when I... um, Sorry, just a second. Now my controller's going to be further away from me because I gotta keep it plugged in the... oh this sucks <laughs> um but yeah uh I'll just keep it plugged in for a little bit we usually talk for a bit before the actual episode starts anyway yeah but yeah. um uh what was I about to say right um when I got my Xbox One I received it as a Christmas gift and um uh, something I didn't realize until recently when I was looking at it is that it's a Series S Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I had no, I had no idea. I thought it was um, like a an earlier model than that. Yeah, yeah. But no, turns out it's the fancy one. I was I fancy, think... and I didn't even know it. I don't think mine is a Series X. I know it's like a special edition because it's like a uh, <clears throat> like a Battlefield One edition, where yeah. it's like an army green, and the controller is like an army green. Which is kind of cool. But, like, I bought it from my cousin for, like, a really cheap deal. And he never even opened it. It was brand new. Like, the 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 sticky tape thing that was on the side and all that was never cracked open or anything. Really? Right. And, yeah, it, it's, like, five years old. It's never wow. been open. Dang. And the 14-day uh, gold trial still worked. Mm. Well, yeah, for me, um, I got my Xbox One, and it came with, like, a Game Pass trial. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, a 30-day free one. So I tried that for a while, and then after that, the Xbox just kind of sat on my shelf for a year until I started buying games to fill out my, my library, um, and that's mm-hmm. when I started playing it more. I still end up on the PS4 more than the Xbox. But, oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the the Xbox One, um, I I did start like filling it out. Like that's what I have Red Dead Redemption Two on. 
That's when I have Cyberpunk on. Um, anytime I get a Darksiders game, I get it for the Xbox. So I realize, like, going from <clears throat> PlayStation to Xbox, which I, I barely play video games anymore nowadays anyway, but, like, I like the, not the controller, but the the display and stuff of PlayStation more than Xbox. Mm. Like the dashboard and stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's a lot more simpler and easier. And also, screw Xbox for this. Whenever you set your gamer tag, um, I was just trying to see like what was available. So I like put in because uh, it has to oh, this is another stupid thing. It has to be twelve characters or less. That's yeah. stupid. You don't have to do that with PlayStation. Um has to be 12 characters or less so i put in my name jeff and of course there's a ton of my name jeffs and i put my name jeff just to see if it was available and then it was like okay you are now my name jeff 6684 or whatever i was like oh no i don't want that and then i went to see if i could change it it was like yeah yeah you can change it for 999 ah I was like, can I think of anything that would make it worth changing for nine ninety nine? And I finally found, or I finally thought of one that I'm surprised was not taken. I'm glad it wasn't taken. I'm mad that I had to pay nine ninety nine for it. I guess it's worth it though. Uh, Jar Jar Spinks. <laughs> So, well, yeah. I'm glad you're happy with your new gamer gamer tag. Yeah, it just cost me ten bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. Oh, what's even more stupid is Xbox One, and I'm sure PlayStation is the same way. Like PS4, the controllers are still outrageous prices. Like to buy yeah. an extra controller, why? Yeah, is it, it still costs like sixty bucks. To get that a makes controller. no sense. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it has to do with, like, all the hardware that goes into putting them together and stuff, but still, like... But it's still, like, old technology. Like, that's what, like, ticked me off. Like, if it was $50, I I wouldn't be that upset. I feel like $40, I don't know. It's it's old Brandon complaining about money and all that crap, but... I, I feel the same way about $60 games nowadays, which actually they're $70 now. It's... Yeah, with the new generation, they uh, jumped up. I remember in like middle school and high school, willingly, because it was basically all I bought because I didn't pay bills or anything like that then. Yeah. Willingly buying like five or six brand new games a year being $60 games. Nowadays, like, you won't catch me paying $60 for pretty much any game. Maybe the next God of War. But, yeah, I was uh, I was gonna say, unless it's a game that, like, I am, like, I really truly, like, care about, like, the next God of War, I don't think I'm gonna be paying full price for any games in the near future. No. Um, That's why I bought that. Especially Xbox since... Especially since uh, last year, um, 
had like a couple of disappointments in it. Now, thankfully, I corrected course with the Avengers and jumped ship before that one came out officially. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, in time to, and, and then I went to Cyberpunk, which wasn't as buggy for me as it was for others, but it was it was still one of those ones where it's like, yeah, this was never going to really live up to anyone's expectations anyway. Yeah, you know, yeah. so there were a couple of, and then there were a couple of games, obviously that like I loved from last year, like Ghost of Tsushima and The Last of Us Part Two. Like those yeah, two in yeah. particular, but um, yeah. But like now for the near future, like um, there's probably never going to be more than one game a year, if that, that I would be willing to pay full price for for a yeah, long it's, time. It's even like less so for me. Like literally, there's no other game than the next God of War that I'll buy brand new. Like none. Like, like, I, I'm basically at the point where <clears throat> I'm buying an Xbox One so I can play five-year-old games that I missed out on that are now ten dollars at GameStop. Like, I'm okay with that compared I've, to. I've I've been getting um, with a sixty-dollar game. When it comes to like getting cheaper games, I've been getting kind of into the indie scene lately. Like, I I like like scooping up indie games. Uh, whenever like PlayStation's having one of its like fifteen dollars or less sales, um, yeah, yeah, I've done that because good, though, because there are a lot of interesting Switch. concepts in indie games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Nintendo Switch store is like fifty fifty on indies. Like it's got a ton yeah. of indies. The Switch store, yeah, fifty percent are like amazing, fifty percent are garbage. But like the amazing ones are like, mwah, like they're they're beautiful. Chef's kiss. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. One indie that I've uh, played on PlayStation recently is called Megaton Rainfall. Have you ever heard of it? Mm, I don't think so. It's um, it's kind of an obscure game based on what um I've seen of it, but because uh, I don't, I don't see or hear anybody else talking about it. Um, but Megaton Rainfall is like a, it's a superhero game. Um, where it's it's a first person. Um, perspective where you're like a this ethereal like superhero who shoots lasers and all that from his hands and um, there's actually no way for the enemies in the game to deal damage to you so you're like an invincible superhero defending the earth Um, so your health bar is basically uh, like the city's destruction level or the earth's destruction level like if if you if you lose too much um, on the ground, then that's the game over state. I was about to um, say, this seems more interesting as VR, but then I noticed it is VR. Yeah, yeah, it has VR options. I don't play it in VR because I don't have a VR headset, and even if I did, right, it would right. probably make me sick. Um, the, as it is, um, the game makes me feel really weird whenever I fly out into space. Like, I get extremely uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's without VR. So, because it's just, it make because it's from a first person perspective. So when I fly out into space, I get that feeling of like nothing under me. Right, right. Um, and that's just, and plus, I played the first time I played it was it was completely in the dark. It was late at night. I had the light off in my room. It was nothing but me and the TV screen. Um, so like that, I think kind of helped simulate the whole coldness of space feeling. But yeah, any time I would have to go out into space, even if I just flew up too high into the atmosphere and lost like that like the daylight um 
being distributed around me. And it was nothing but me and the sun and the earth below me. I was like, uh, this, I don't like this. And then traveling to the night side of the earth, whichever side that is, is creepy as well. Cause you don't know where the, when you go down into the atmosphere, you don't know, uh, if that's ground or ocean beneath you. And that makes me uncomfortable because you can go in the ocean and the ocean already freaks me out because you can't see the bottom. Um, (laughs) So there's a lot in this game that even knowing it's just a game and my character can't even die in it. Just the thought of like the vast expanses of whatever in every direction is just, that's always been a scary thought to me. So Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I don't, it makes me uncomfortable. Like it was, it was a fun sequence um, when I was going through the tutorial for space flight and it was showing me how fast I could fly. And like, you're going through like the rings of Saturn and all that. Um, Cause in this game you can fly fast enough to reach the other planets in the solar system um, okay. in a matter of, in a matter of minutes, um, seconds, even like you can get to Saturn like right away. Um, but yeah, it's just uh it's it's a very interesting game and it has a weird setup as like a superhero game but yeah it's i like it but also it freaks me out right did you see the thing that marvel released today on the internet uh, no, did not. They released like a full Phase Four trailer. Oh, really? Yeah, basically like showing off everything they have planned for Phase Four, which I'm thinking, based on just this trailer, and it's just movies. They didn't advertise any of the Disney Plus shows as a part of it. Um, right, yeah, but I'm thinking the finale to phase four is going to, and this makes a lot of sense and thematically works out perfectly. It's going to be fantastic for. Oh, okay. Um, Let's see this. So what? Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Angelina Jolie's in the Eternals. I guess I forgot. that. I think she's Thena. They are talking about family. Decent bit in the beginning. Does that mean Dom Toretto is going to show up in phase four? Stan Lee's narrating throughout this whole thing. Is he returning in the MCU? <laughs> but yeah, talking about family and all that, does that mean that the Fast and Furious is officially canon to the MCU? <laughs> that's the big reveal at the end. Yeah, that's the big twist. Um, so like, this has been in the Mustang. MCU the whole time. Yeah, yeah. But, um,. Yeah, Story Wraith actually just did an episode about uh, Fast and Furious and Jurassic Park crossover idea. No, oh, really? Yeah. It was a pretty funny episode to listen to, too, because as soon as as soon as soon they came to the conclusion 
um, that Laura Dern, the actress, not playing her character from Jurassic Park, was going to be in the movie, then uh, right. that's where it picked up. Because because the way the way they pitched it was um, Will and Freddy really wanted it to be like an actual crossover, like like Fast and Furious and like the the world of Jurassic Park, like in the same world. Um, but but Matt was like, no 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 no. Here's here's how it is. Jurassic Park is a series of movies in the world of of the Fast and the Furious, and they're like, oh man, it's a real Jurassic Park. They did it. They made the real Jurassic Park, and Will and Freddie weren't on board. I wasn't on board. I felt like Matt was pitching the most boring version of that movie. <laughs> um, but yeah. then, as soon as they brought up the idea of like Laura Dern herself um, appearing at the real Jurassic Park as like you know a guest and everything because she was in the movies and um, and they and they brought up how like she's the key to the whole thing and they kept coming up with 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 ways to like just keep expanding and making it like her important i was like okay i i'm i'm in on this this is the this is the best version now yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i i think you should listen if i don't know if you listen to story break at all but um that's a good episode and if you're interested in like the series and what it, what it's like that's a good episode to start with i think yeah, I have to do that. The Marvels. Yeah. So that's okay. That's gonna be Captain Marvel too. Yeah. Because by then we'll have had two other Marvels introduced. Yeah, yeah. So I guess yeah, that one will have Kamala Khan as well. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, Mo- Monica and Kamala are both gonna be in that movie. So That's right, I forgot about Monica. You're gonna have a full Marvel family. <laughs> Mary Marvel um, is gonna show up, and, and Captain Marvel Junior. Yeah, and Shazam, even though he's not Captain Marvel anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're not Maybe allowed to call him uh... Captain Marvel anymore because I think they finally settled that. Yeah, well, like, way back in 2011. The... At the end of the movie, they ask, like, who are you? And he's like, my name is Captain Mark. And then it cuts to credits before yeah. he says the word. Yeah. My name is Captain. And then it, it shows the title card very suddenly, like, and there's a little splatter of blood. Oh, oh wow, the, the movie's just now starting. Wow, that was just the oh. intro of the movie. Two and a half hours That's in. <laughs> this must be the new uh, new Snyder Cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you mean that was only a sixth of the movie's total runtime? <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing. I kind of wish the Snyder Cut... I mean, like covid it's obvious but if there was some way to have had that in theaters i would have been down for it just for the experience of like they were going to have intermissions and stuff i think it was in select theaters yeah probably in like i think it was in some theaters in australia Uh, (laughs) because because australia as far as i know doesn't have hbo max right right so um so yeah, I, I think they had to have it in theaters if they were going to see it there. Plus, Australia's got COVID more under control than the rest of the world does. So yeah, 
Apparently, Japan is uh, heading into some new lockdowns now because of it, like some new, because it just flared up there again. Oh, really? Yeah. What we also, need is um, we need what is it? India is, of... I think India is having some problems with it again, too. Dang. We need to, Australia needs to outsource their kangaroos. I got a feeling the kangaroos have something to do with defending them. The kangaroos um, get into the boxing ring with COVID and punch it in the face. Yeah. Well, exactly what happens. What happened well, was... Did you redo me a favor, mate? And get out of here. <laughs> you just see a kangaroo just punching air. And then the ref looks around. He feels safe, and he's like, okay, yeah, I guess Kangaroo Jack won. Woo! My name is Kangaroo Jack, and I'd like to say hello. Gotta get back. Back to the past. Samurai Jack. (laughs) Yayo, yayo. Yo ho ho, took a bite of gum gum. I don't even know what accent I'm doing anymore. It's hard to keep a, an Australian accent. I'm trying to think of more theme songs to do with that voice. Let's see. He's going to catch you all because he's Danny Phantom. <laughs> yeah, Danny Phantom, he was just 14 when his parents built a very strange machine. It was designed to view a world unseen. He's going to catch them all seeing Danny Phantom. When it didn't quite work, his folks, they just quit. So Danny took a look inside of it. Um, it was a great big flash. flash and just things changed. that change as molecules got rearranged. Thank you. You jogged Phantom, my memory. Phantom. <laughs> What's yeah, next? Snowy, he had snowy white hair. And glowing green, green eyes, walks through walls, disappears, and flies. He's much more unique than the other guys. It was, it was then, then that he knew, knew what, what he had, had to do. do. We had to stop all the ghosts that were coming through. He's here to fight for me and you. He's going to catch them all because he's Danny Phantom. Going to catch them all because he's Danny Phantom. Going to catch them all because he's Danny Phantom. Going to catch them all because he's Danny Phantom. Going to catch them all because he's Danny Phantom. There Catch we go. The dog and Finn the human. <laughs> I'm trying to remember theme songs, um, but for some reason I'm blanking. Adventure time! Come on, grab your friends. We're going to a very different land with Jake the dog and Finn the human. The fun just never ends. It's adventure time. Now, what's the Australian version of the. <laughs> oh, it's just the sound of a didgeridoo going. <laughs> oh goodness cartoons don't have theme songs like they used to do they now I'm trying to think of some anime but you're trying to do what Oh, see how Dio, see how Dio. Oh my god, that's exactly the one I was going to do. <laughs> it's the only one I can remember. I know, because because he enunciates so clearly at the beginning of the song. I don't know what it means. But... Yeah, I don't know either. 
could be cussing out Americans for all I know. <laughs> um, I you see, I remember very distinctly one day um, when I was, and this is a few years ago, the first time I was working at the gas station. Um, I was just behind the register, and there was a woman with um, her son who looked like he was pretty close to my age, but I could tell he was um, uh, he was he was very likely like on the spectrum. Um, and he was just walking up just kind of, and I heard him just kind of singing like the opening of that song to himself. Um, so I, I looked at him and I was like, Hey, is are you singing like the Tokyo ghoul theme song? And he's like, yeah, (laughs) it's like, I love Tokyo ghoul. And let's do a duet right here. Yeah. He says like, I I love that song. And she's like, and his mom was like, yes. And he sings it all the time. And I could tell she was exhausted (laughs) with it. He's like, I see. But yeah, like it was just, it was just like a fun little moment behind the register. Just like, yeah, like That's just cool. this guy comes up singing the Tokyo Ghoul theme song. That's awesome. I still haven't. Oh, my dog's going crazy. It's okay. We're not actually doing the episode yet. In fact, we'll probably yeah, have to start I, a I new recording session once we do start the episode, since we've already been talking for half an hour. But um. But yeah, uh, yeah. I only ever watched. For Tokyo Ghoul, I only watched the first season, and then I watched like the first two episodes of season two and got bored. I only watched the first few episodes. They weren't bad, but it was just like I think there was another anime I was watching at the time where I was like, "I'm I'm enjoying this a lot." Yeah, so I'll, just, I'll just keep watching this. If you liked Tokyo Ghoul, I, now I do hear that it got better after season two because it did eventually come back. But if you liked if you liked Tokyo Ghoul. I advise at least watching through to the end of season one. And if, if you feel like you were satisfied enough by the ending, then you can go ahead and quit. Cause I feel satisfied by the ending okay, I got of, of season one. Like it's, and it's, this kind of goes back to our um, discussion from last time about like, you know, like a first season feeling like a season finale, but not a series finale. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely what the first season of Tokyo Ghoul feels like. Is it feels like a season finale and not a series finale, but at the same time, it ends in such a way that like I'm satisfied enough. You know, it okay. closes, it closes the main character's character arc, and that's good enough for me. Yeah, I think at the time that I was watching that, I was watching uh, uh, Parasite: The Maxim or whatever. Ah, I see. And I was I was enjoying that. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I I didn't see. Um, I don't think I watched Tokyo Ghoul for the first time until after I had already watched their Parasite. Yeah. Like I watched Parasite. I think a couple of years before I got around to Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah, yeah. They, they've got some similarities there. Definitely, <laughs> they do. They're they're quite similar, actually. In fact, I think um, I think. Even though their anime adaptations, I think, came out in the opposite order, the mangas, um, like the Parasite mangas from the eighties, so uh, oh, okay, and that was just like the first proper anime adaptation it received. Um, but so Tokyo Ghoul came out, the manga for it came out after. But then, um, as far as anime adaptations go, I think Tokyo Ghoul started first, and then Parasite came after. But um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that the original Tokyo Ghoul manga might have taken a few cues from Parasite. Yeah, yeah. Like, it it feels like it was pretty heavily inspired by it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I there's I nothing wrong with being derivative. Yeah, I identify with the main character of Parasite. I often am talking to my hand. <laughs> it's got an eye on it and a blade at the end, but no one else sees it. Yes, I remember when I had a near-death experience and then suddenly became a badass. Yeah. <laughs> and I was the only one that thought about tourniqueting my arm. And I was the only one that wasn't fully infected. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> he's really the only one who had the thing enter through his arm because he had earbuds while he was asleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's his right. ears were covered. Other, otherwise, it yeah, would have yeah. gotten to his brain right away. That's true. That's kind of dumb, though. I feel like it could have easily got past earbuds. But it's a, it's a tiny little worm. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, I understand it did like burrow into his arm, but that was flesh. Like an earbud's made of plastic. You know, also, it was a, it was a tiny little worm operating on instinct, and it saw a thing it couldn't get past. Yeah, so. yeah, true. I forgot he he gets intelligence by feeding off of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't gonna be smart enough to do like to talk or do anything like that until after he had already matured within yeah, a host. Okay. And it, and it was going for his brain once it was in his arm too. That's why he tourniqueted his arm. So yeah, that, yeah. And then it stops because it matured too quickly. Yeah. Which is why it took control of the arm instead of the brain. But yeah, it's um definitely an interesting series. Yeah, I watched that around the time I was watching a bunch of uh bunch of anime that was like like twelve to 30 episodes long. Yep. Like they were pretty brief. And that was one of them. Yeah. Um, I've finally uh, watched enough like older anime um, within the past few years that I'm comfortable getting myself into like the seasonal cycle now. And I know my own tastes well enough to know that I shouldn't try to watch everything. Because I like when I was younger, I was like, I'm going to watch all of it. And then obviously that didn't work out so um uh now now i have much more realistic goals of like i'm just going to watch everything i'm interested in yeah yeah um like the i'm gonna watch all of it mentality did introduce me to some stuff that i wouldn't have watched otherwise and um like made me realize that like oh maybe i do have more versatile tastes than i thought i did but um yeah like but other than that it's like I'm I'm glad I finally wisened up and realized like I can't watch all of it. Yeah, like I I know I, I, my tastes, I know what I'm going to like, and so I watch the seasonal stuff based on what I already know about myself. Yeah, I had like a similar thing happen with indie movies in high school. Like I gotta watch them all, and I was like, yeah, like too much. Obviously, I don't have time, and yeah, it's too much, and. Half of them are boring. Yeah. I'm going to read the entire new 52. <laughs> that was a goal I had. Really? Oh. Yeah, really. I feel like if 
because I'm sure there is there were people that were reading um, most of it at the time, or once it was done, read it all. I got a feeling if you read all of the New Fifty Two, you'd realize that there's more, not crap, but just like uh, meh stuff than there is good stuff about the New Fifty Two. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, I feel like I did find um, a couple of like hidden gems in there, though. Like uh, Captain Adam yeah, yeah. is really good. Um, I like the res. I like Resurrection Man. Um, yeah. And even though it went on for a while, I feel like Animal Man still doesn't get quite the attention he deserves. Right. And that one was written by Jeff Lemire. I think out of uh, all the indie-ish DC superheroes, uh, Animal Man is like has been doing fairly well, mostly just because of like Grant Morrison and Jeff Lemire. Yeah. Um, but I, I do get what you're saying. Yeah, Animal Man is one of those DC superheroes where most DC fans are going to recognize his name, but um, not all of them have like really gotten into him or read his stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like for me, I love Animal Man. If I were ever to write for DC, Animal Man is one of the top characters I would want to write for. I just want to pick up where Garth Ennis left off on Dog Welder. <laughs> we already did that. I know. I, I want to have that and then continue. Or something along those lines. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Thinking about the cinematography here. I don't need to think about the cinematography. We're just doing a screenplay. <laughs> that pops up. That pops up, and people are thinking, like, "Wait a second! All this buildup has been still. I thought this was a still movie. <laughs> what? This is a Superman movie? I came for. <laughs> let me out. Of, get, get out of my way. Move your leg. Move your legs up. Let me out of the theater. Wait. Let me read my ticket. Wait. My ticket does say Superman. What? What is this? <laughs> Is this some Twilight Zone episode? I thought I bought a ticket to Steel. Go I back to the I, box office. I thought I came here to view Steel starring Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> I heard they did a, a a 4K remaster and they put it out on a 4K theater and I was ready. What is this? Let me out of this theater. Don't touch me. Let me out of the theater. <laughs> I want my money back. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Uh, yeah, the construction thing is like, hey, Kent. Uh, nice. Yeah, come over here and nice, do a con- construction. Nice constructing. <laughs> yeah. You're being very constructive right now. <laughs> I don't know. That's this is stuff that you know someone else yeah, can yeah, work yeah. out. This is like a yeah. third draft thing. Um, <laughs> um, this is a this is this is something that can be covered when like Whedon comes in to do a treatment or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whenever he Except comes to do the can't. treatment, and it's all like 
because he's been random kidding. jokes that are don't really fit the tone or anything. Yeah. Cutaways to a random Russian kid. Yeah. <laughs> stupid, stupid, constant, nonstop quips. Yeah. That killed mood the movie. What is or no no, no brunch. brunch? What, what is, is brunch? What is that? Stand in line. All at, day? at some point, one of the character, one of the male characters, needs to fall on top of one of the female characters with his face in her boobs. Yeah, Superman. That's, that's a or, requirement or that Kent. has to happen. Yeah, what it happens is Clark Kent because he's playing the bumbling idiot. Yeah. Um, but this is accidental. It's not like he's just yeah. some pervert. Who no, no, of course not. Of course not. No. no, he's not some pervert. He accidentally bumps into Lois Lane and falls into her. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. I, oh, I oh, that was completely by accident. <laughs> we didn't think he's writing an anime or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, what is, what is Yeah, that? yeah, that's such an anime thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to accidentally stick my face into your panties. Yeah. <laughs> And all around, I just, I, I, that was a complete accident. I didn't mean to repeatedly slap on your butt cheeks. Like, oh, goodness gracious. I was, I was oh, trying was... to pull myself up. I thought I was grabbing the hand oh, I didn't know as I was grabbing yeah. your butt. Yeah. Oh, God. I didn't know. Oh, I did not know the. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh, wipes his face. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Might have to cut some of that. That was a little dirty. (laughs) (laughs) For the listener, in case it isn't cut, this is a parody of the crap that we've seen with not only the weed, like it's a parody of the weed and thing as well as just anime in general. Oh, yeah, yeah. The weed and thing, anime, um, other kinds of anime. uh... Yeah, as well (laughs) as I should just say like, early 2000s to mid 2000s movies yeah that was, was a, a lot was a of lot like of that like weird kind of pervy humor yeah yeah there was a lot of that wasn't there oh yeah there was a lot of face in boob stuff in early oh, 2000s yeah. comedies yeah anyway <laughs> Well, Whedon Whedon was known for his 2000 stuff with Buffy and stuff, so he was just trying to harken back to the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. A simpler time. I was was just trying to harken back to a simpler time. A man could stick his face into a woman's breasts and just go to town without any consequences. You know, I miss miss those times, you know. Clearly. Um... All right, Superman. Superman. Back to Superman. Back to <laughs> back to Superman. Superman does not motorboat Lois's boobs no. or butt cheeks. Doesn't um, happen. You have a dance number on the construction site to sledgehammer on. Macho, macho man. Yeah, they they, they sing macho man. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> 
they do uh the ymca he does like a cover of ymca one you already have the construction guy everyone else it's just kind of random it's like where do you get the police outfit where do you get the native american outfit what that's a bit appropriative isn't it and then and the guy's like no i'm actually from you know the um I'm actually an Apache uh, Native American. And I was like, oh, that's okay, cool. <laughs> Just keep dancing. You, you wore you wore that outfit on the construction site, though? <laughs> it's a part of my heritage. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I don't want to get canceled. I'm sorry. My ancestors wore these. <laughs> You won't silence my voice. <laughs> Clark's like, I'm not trying to silence your voice. I'm, I'm very supportive of this. It's just, you know, I thought, you know, it might be a bit impractical on a construction site. You know? <laughs> I hope you're wearing a hard hat under it, at least. I just don't want you getting hurt, man. This is about your safety. It's not about your culture. <laughs> How come you're not worried about other people's safety, huh? Why are you zeroing me out? <laughs> because... The other people here are clearly like just in town. Like that guy's a cop. That you know, you know, he clearly just wandered onto the construction site. He might be here for an investigation. We don't know. <laughs> he could have a warrant. You don't know what's in John's desk. And then John's like, "Whoa, whoa, why are you saying that?" <laughs> Clark's like, "Oh," he starts sweating real hard. <laughs> what do you mean by that, Clark? Yeah, what do you mean by that, Clark? <laughs> <laughs> it just becomes really uncomfortable really <laughs> severe close-ups on clark's like like eyes with like you know the his sweaty forehead and yeah, yeah. View. like he gulps and you see his adam's apple move up and down just <laughs> oh god uh, um <laughs> there's the dog my dog didn't like that joke. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> you guys need new material. <laughs> I can tell better jokes in my sleep. <laughs> I've had Ooh, poop dear. that's no funnier than that joke. <laughs> she doesn't like racism so she's barking at Clark Kent for his for his uh unknowledgeable racism yeah yeah <laughs> we don't have any racism we didn't say anything racist Shelby. <laughs> You were going to. You were thinking it. <laughs> you were thinking racist things. You were thinking this is the scene where Clark does blackface. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> yeah, you, you have like you have like a uh, almost. Uh, almost like a, a uh, curb curb your enthusiasm type thing where like Clark accidentally like uh, on his way to the daily planet things start messing up to where like he trips and falls or whatever and his face gets covered in uh, like black oil soot and he's rubbing it around <laughs> where it covers his whole face 
Um, <laughs> and then uh, uh, he gets stung by a bee on the way, and his lips get all puffy. <laughs> and his head, his head gets uh, accidentally like shaved by something, and he has to wear like a farmer's hat to cover that up. <laughs> How does Superman get stung by a bee? I don't know. <laughs> we've, we've wasted enough time on this. I know. <laughs> so, And he walks in and he does the whole Larry David thing of like, what, what? I, I, I can't help it. <laughs> Stuff happened. <laughs> it's not what you think. Please, please, let me in, please. So, okay. <clears throat> that was a bladder joke. That wasn't racist. Toilet humor's passe. <laughs> Who's out there? Is there a ghost? This is the first time it isn't my dog being a nut job. Yeah, my dog's. Yeah. Usually my dog's the one who's like, oh, I want to punt you down the street. Yeah, my dog's. Crackhead. The door's open. Hopefully there's not a burglar in here. Oh my dog's a crackhead. <laughs> I hope it was just my my dad pulling up because I walked in the living room and the door's wide open. Oh goodness. We'll we'll find out. This could be the episode where I die. Oh okay. But yeah, tune in next time. Is it dad or a home invader? find out next time on store brand comics previously on store brand comics brandon's dog who is rightfully (laughs) anti-racist warned him about an intruder he went to check did he die? Yeah, he pretty much did. It's the end of uh, our show. Oh, well, it's at least the end of this chunk of the recording. I gotta start a new one. Nice. I'm gonna go grab a um, another can of RC Cola real quick because I finished mine already. Okay. So, all right. I'll be right back in a couple minutes. Bye. Superman. I'm going to break your I'm going to break your back, Superman. We have to give Metropolis back to you. The the people. people. I wondered what would break first. Your spirit? Or your body. Ow, my knee. Oh (laughs) I I guess it'll be spirit.
Let's not go the way I anticipated. Oh, I broke my own knee against your back. Oh, that was supposed to go the other way around. Oh, God. Oh, Superman, could you take me to a hospital? No? Okay, he's gone. All right. <laughs> I'm just going to lay here for a while. <laughs> oh. oh, good gravy. This, this really hurts. Bane is in pain. <laughs> oh. This this painkiller mask is not doing it anymore. It is just not doing it for me anymore. I need another mask on top of this mask. <laughs> we have wasted so much time on comedy bits today. <laughs> like today is the day we decide to lean into the comedy flavoring of our comedy yeah, yeah. podcast. <laughs> the day when it should be so simple. Come up with the basic broad strokes of a plot for a maybe two hour long movie. These are the uh, the random outtakes that like normally the movie would have cost us like $50 million, truthfully. But because we wasted so much time as well as we just wanted to see a bunch of random shots and scenes that won't be in the movie, we wound up spending a hundred million extra dollars just for ourselves. We paid Tom Hardy for like two days worth of shooting just to get that whole Bane joke in there. <laughs> I'm a That's bloody right. actor. Why would you have me do this? We'll That's pay you $20 million. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, Tom Hardy seems like he'd be up for it. He probably likes playing Bane. Maybe. I'm I'm talking about like the stupid comedic. Oh yeah, to it. I'm not yeah, sure if he'd be up for that. But you you put the right amount of money in in most people's faces, they'll 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 comply. That and I'm pretty sure he's okay with being kind of goofy. I mean, he is in the Venom movies. Yeah, yeah. He's he's okay with being a little bit of a goofball. Yeah, but I I want to see how much he made on that movie. That's that's the biggest factor. What for Venom? For the reason he took that role. Oh, because he he seems like he was genuinely invested in the role. Oh, I'm sure he is. Like, Tom I'm Hart, just saying... like, for the entire first Venom movie, it feels like Tom Hardy was the only person trying for the entire production. That that is one thing. Like, <clears throat> I'm sure they paid him a crap load for Tom Hardy to to get on board with this but with any movie tom hardy's basically going to try now i will say there's some movies where like he's either trying too hard with an accent or something like that but at least he's trying yeah yeah i've accepted that i'm basically never going to understand a sense of anything but (laughs) yeah (laughs) were you the people. There's some Al Capone. I think it's just called Capone. He plays mm. Al Capone, and Al Capone smoked a lot of cigars, so he pretty much always had a cigar in his mouth. Yeah. And already, it's kind of hard to talk. Like if, uh, like if you had a cigar in your mouth, I could imagine it'd be a little bit hard to talk with that. But then Tom Hardy also has to apply this like thick New York accent with that, to where yeah. it's just like. Yeah. I guess what do It's like it's so hard to understand. It will be extremely painful for you. 
five minutes later. No, super. Uh, please stop. They will expect one of us in the wreckage, brother. All right, so Bizarro just randomly breaks into the apartment. There's a big fist fight. He rips out the landlord's rib cage (laughs) and proceeds to start beating on Superman with it. Superman's like, who are you? And Bizarro's like, I'm Bizarro. Ah." (laughs) Don't you see the backwards S? I'm you, but, but, but negative version. Like, oh, no. Bang, bang. That, that's the punches. Bang, foul. They <laughs> start shooting each other. <laughs> <laughs> they pull out These aren't working. pistols. These guns aren't working. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me I have to use my fist? Well, this is going to take all day. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, we have to get our brains on track. I, yeah. I'm having such a hard time focusing for some reason. Um, okay, let's see here. All right, that's store brand comics for the week, everybody. Um, so for plugs and recommendations, um, you can check out Brandon's uh, comic book stuff at Dismay Comics. That is D-I-S-M-A-Y Comics on Facebook and Instagram. He uh, publishes um, his own independent comic books. Um, I believe by the time this episode comes out, the uh, Kickstarter for The Gallows Man number one uh, will have ended. That's a uh, Golden Age superhero satire that uh, Brandon has been working on. Um... However, um, he is already hard at work on uh, The Gallows Man number two, so definitely try to keep track of that if you're interested. Um, So yeah, um, and then as for me, uh, plugs for the week, you're listening to it, Storebrand Comics. Um, We try to do this uh, every single Friday. Um, So yeah, just uh, if you like listening, um, then whatever podcast app you're listening on, just keep coming back for more. This is just a hobby podcast that we do. It's not a big professional one, uh, if you can tell by, you know, everything about it. So, uh, yeah, um, but we have fun doing it. And um, it means a lot that, you know, anyone would listen to us ramble on about nonsense and whatever it is for as long as we do every week. So uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, But yeah, um, other than that, uh, I believe that is it for Plugs for the Week. Um, So... I have been Tio, and he has been Brandon, and now we're not, and we will talk to you next week.